Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's your buddy Chewy coming at you, and this is the 411 from 406. Hope everybody is doing well. It, uh, as always, I'm starting a show saying, well, it's been a little while, uh, and actually this time it's been, uh, it's been too long. Um, you know, life has been busy. We had, uh, we had spring break. Uh, it's, it's been quite some time since I recorded and even longer since Pip and I have recorded together. Um, the good news is Pip is coming to Cleveland this next upcoming weekend because Saturday and Sunday night is WrestleMania. And, um, if you've been listening to us for a while or if you follow us on, uh, on the website or on the blog or what have you, uh, you know that WrestleMania is a very special time for us, uh, not only because we are wrestling geeks uh, that go back, you know, years and years and decades, but, it, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, that Pip and I hold dear, and, and we get to see one another, right? He, he, uh, he's actually been coming to Cleveland for, for WrestleMania for, God, I, I'd have to figure out the, I'll bet it's, it's more than 10 years, I'll bet. Um, maybe 15 years. I mean, it's, it's been quite a while. And, and of course, last year, you know, the, the pandemic had just started, the world ended, and, and so he didn't come last year. Um, luckily, through the, through the power of technology and Zoom, we got together and we watched it, but, uh, but it wasn't the same. So, so I'm very much looking forward to seeing him. Uh, as I record this, it is Wednesday evening or Wednesday afternoon. And so he'll be here, I think, on Saturday. Uh, show starts, it's actually two nights once again, Saturday night and Sunday night. So uh, it's going to be a relatively short trip for him, but, uh, but a trip that I am looking forward to nonetheless. Uh, wanted to jump on today and just uh, actually, ironically, talk, talk some wrestling. So for years now, WWE has essentially gone away from the pay-per-view model and they basically have been giving away their shows, their, their monthly shows. I refer to them as pay-per-views, um, as part of the WWE Network subscription. So I think the, the WWE Network costs something on the order of $9.99 a month. And with that, I mean, it's, I always tell people it's the best $10 a month I ever spend. Because with that, you can get not only every live pay-per-view, but you get every old pay-per-view, like every pay-per-view in the history of the WWE is on demand at your fingertips. Not only that, but you get every WCW pay-per-view, you get all the AWA, ECW. I mean, there's literally thousands of hours of content um, and it's nine bucks, 10 bucks a month, whatever it is. And uh, just as a, as a side note, so the this is, I have loved this. And even if you don't watch anything but the pay-per-views, it's more than worth it. Um, I, I used to back before the WWE Network, I would buy two pay-per-views a year. I bought WrestleMania and I bought the Royal Rumble. Those are, are my two favorite pay-per-views of the year. I always made sure I bought those. The last year that I bought WrestleMania... I'd have to go back and look. It was probably maybe WrestleMania 29. I think maybe WrestleMania 30 was the first, the first time. 30 or 31. It's been five or five, six, seven, eight years, whatever. Uh, 
it cost me sixty nine ninety five, I believe, either sixty nine or seventy nine ninety five, to get the pay per view, and that was the I was back in the day where I had to specify between the standard definition or high definition feed. I was paying for the high definition feed, and then I would record it on my DVR. Uh, but again, you, you do the math, you know, for one hundred and twenty bucks a year, I get every single pay per view, not to mention the entire back catalog. So it's just it's it's an absolute no brainer. Um, so, so the reason that I'm saying all of this is the WWE has essentially sold their network to Peacock. So all of that streaming content is now on the Peacock network network. Um, and is it, is that NBC? I think maybe that's NBC. So there's, there's a bunch of original content on there and then there's a bunch of shows from NBC and then WWE Network and movies and all that kind of stuff. So, so I knew that I was going to uh, move migrate my subscription from the WWE Network over to Peacock, um, and I didn't want to wait until the night of WrestleMania because I'm sure there's a boatload of people that are going to do that. So I did it the other day, and so last night I flipped on Peacock for the first time. And I was just going to kind of go through and see what was what and see what was there and what the interface looked like and those kind of things. Um, I, I was, I guess, pleasantly surprised by the fact that when I turned it on, it was in the midst of the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony. Um, I, I was surprised because, candidly, it's always the night before WrestleMania or at least that, that weekend. Last year, they didn't have it, um, and I guess if I would have thought about it, I, I would have said, oh, well, it can't be the night be well, I suppose it could be. It could be Friday night, uh, but they but they ended up doing it, you know, a couple nights before, so I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, I did get to see, uh, really, the only one that I really cared about this year was uh, Kane. Uh, Glenn Jacobs was being inducted to the Hall of Fame. He's one of my favorites, not only because I think he's an incredible performer, but because I think he is part of, in my opinion, the greatest um, storyline in WWE history, that being the Kane and Undertaker uh, saga, for lack of a better term. And so I got to see his speech. Um, it was very weird. There was no fans there. Uh, WrestleMania itself will be will have fans this year, but the, but the, uh, the Hall of Fame did not. And it was a very kind of rushed speech. Um, but it was good, and I and I congratulate uh, Glenn Jacobs, i.e. Kane, on his induction to the to the Hall of Fame. Uh, it was very, very. Um, uh, he, he absolutely deserved. It. He's very deserving of the honor, and um, and that is an absolutely amazing Hall of Fame career that that dude had, uh, who is now, ironically enough, um, the, the mayor of Knoxville, Knox Knox County. The city in Tennessee, the mayor, which I just think would be cool as hell to have your mayor be be Kane, you know, the seven foot monster. Um, but uh, so then, you know, as I was kind of flipping through the network, I, I just kind of, you know, was was going through and seeing what was there. And it looks like everything is there. Um, what, one one thing that I noted that was different from the WWE network and I think is going to be shitty is I could not pause the live event. So when I turned it on, I, I came in maybe, you know, again, more than three quarters of the way through the event. And I could not pause the event, which I thought was really kind of a bummer because, and not only that, but I don't think I could go 
back and start at the beginning. Um, that is something that I that I always did or do when I watch WWE pay-per-views. Um, I either start and, you know, I'll pause and go to the bathroom or, or get a drink or what have you, or um, I will start mid, you know, an hour late and then just go back to the beginning and then catch up, you know, either by zipping over uh, promos or, or, or those, that kind of thing. Um, also, it looks like there is commercials within the W, uh, within the Peacock brand. Uh, I didn't see any commercials during the Hall of Fame ceremony, but some of the content that I watched after that, there were some commercials, which is kind of a bummer. Um, but that is kind of the, the, the way of the world these days. Um, after I watched the Hall of Fame ceremony, um, I went through and I watched a couple of what I would consider iconic moments um, in, I was actually looking at WCW history. Um, so first I watched the 19, what was it, 1997 uh, Bash at the Beach, which was the formation of the NWO. So this is where Hulk Hogan, 97, 96, I don't know. It's in the 90s. Somebody will correct me in the comments. It's when Hulk Hogan came out and became the third man and joined Hall and Nash and formed the NWO. It is arguably one of the greatest moments in wrestling history. It was that, you know, Hulk Hogan became a heel for the first time in his career and it was it was truly an amazing moment and one that I wanted to go back and revisit. The the second match I watched was uh, Starcade 97, I believe, and it was uh, Sting versus Hulk Hogan for the WCW World Championship. This was uh, the culmination of a year-long promo where this was when Sting was the crow and, you know, he had been in the rafters. And, you know, he, he, he came back to kind of save WCW from the evil Hulk Hogan, the evil NWO. And it was, uh, it's not a great match. And in fact, they totally botched the ending. They, they did this thing where Bret Hart came out and it was supposed to be a fast count and it clearly wasn't a fast count. And Bret Hart made, it, it, it was, you know, in retrospect, it was a really, really bad botched ending. Um, but it was still really cool. I remember that's actually one of the few WCW pay-per-views that I had bought over the years. And I remember just how awesome it was that night. And it was kind of really cool to go back and, and revisit that one as well. So again, it was 96 bash at the beach, I think. And then 97, uh, Starcade, two of my kind of all time favorite WCW memories. And then, uh, so it was it was a it was a a uh, an evening of wrestling. Uh, I was watching stuff that I knew Pip had never seen. I don't think so. I didn't. So I don't feel bad about talking about it on the podcast. Um, you know, I, I hate to I hate to talk about stuff that uh, that the two of us can talk about together. Uh, I'm really hoping that we will have an opportunity to record at least a show or two while while he is. Um, while he's in town this, this next weekend. So uh, so my, my last kind of viewing pleasure of the evening, I watched 
1997's barely legal pay-per-view from the guys at ECW. Uh, this was the first time ECW was ever on pay-per-view. So it was the first ever ECW pay-per-view. And, and, and uh, again, this is another one that I remember watching live. I don't remember. Let's see. I must have been in college. Yeah, I would have been in college. So I don't know if I rented it or I was at a buddy's house or what have you, but, but I do remember watching this live. Um, so, so this, this, this show, really, it's, this is the first time I've watched an ECW in, in a long, long time, and it brought back a ton of memories. The show opens with Joey Styles, the, the ring announcer, in the ring, and, you know, the ECW arena just going absolutely apeshit crazy. Um, and, and, you know, they, they were pumped. It was their first time on pay-per-view. And it, and it really looked, you know, it, it looks like a bingo hall, but, man, it was, it was a fun event. Uh, the crowd was loud. They were raucous. raucous. Uh, started out the, the, the Eliminators, which is John Cronus and Perry Saturn. They defeated the Dudley boys, Bubba Ray Dudley and Devon Dudley. Um, Bubba and Devon now are known as, they're, they're, you know, they were always kind of heels, but they were, they're kind of known as lovable heels, right? Like people really, especially in the Attitude Era, and once they came to WWE and then, you know, went on to WCW, they, a lot of people really liked them. Back in this day, they were fucking hated and the crowd was hot and they I mean they were just they were big nasty heels and so then when the eliminators you know beat them and capture the titles uh the, the place popped huge uh the mat I mean the match was decent most ECW matches to me I mean there are good ones and there are bad ones but it's just a very different style of wrestling if you've never watched ECW you really should it's just a very different raw um very um very, you know, I want to say real, but to some degree that's not quite true. Um, very violent, lots of tables, lots of barbed wire, lots of outside interference, lots of you know the um, foreign objects, those kind of things. So there's a, there's a lot of that going on, um, and it's it's just a, it's a very consistent um, consistent way that they shoot their product, but it's fun. It's it's not WWE, it's not WCW. It's not even AEW, but it's just um, it, it was a it, ECW is really a time capsule. So, anyways, um, next up was Rob Van Dam and Lance Storm. There, there was a uh, I, I think there was a some storyline thing going on where maybe Kristen Candido was supposed to be in that match and he got hurt and he couldn't. But whatever. Um, Rob Van Dam and, and Lance Storm, two really good workers. Um, just a singles match, no title on the line or anything like that. Um, Next up, I actually I actually skipped over this match only because I'm not a huge fan of tag wrestling, especially six-man tag wrestling. The Great Sasuke, uh, Gran Hamada, Matsusu, Yakushi Sidi, I'm totally butchering that name, uh, versus BWO Japan, which is Takamichi Noko, Terry Boy, and Dick Togo. I just don't care about that kind of stuff. Um, next up was the um, the ECW Television Championship match. It was Shane Douglas as the champion. Uh, defended and retained against Pitbull number two. I always thought it was kind of silly to name a guy Pitbull or Pitbull number two. Um, but anyways, that dude was just, he was a beast. He was huge. Uh, I mean, just traps like nobody's business. Um, Shane Douglas was huge then as well. Uh, Shane plays the heel really, really well. He's there with Francine. This was a brutal match um, and, a good, and a good match. Um, next up was, was, uh, Taz versus Sabu. And if you know anything about, 
uh, ECW lore, you know that that feud is one of the ones that, I mean, really put ECW on the map, um, certainly put Taz on the map and, and Sabu. Um, it, you know, it was it was just a singles match, but it was a grudge match. I mean, it went on and on, and they beat the shit out of each other. Um, and and I don't, I, I really don't know how Sabu, and maybe he can't, but I don't know how that dude can walk around today. I mean, what he put his body through, not just in this match, but his entire career. I mean, it was it was brutal. And I know Taz has got quite a, I think he's got some pretty serious neck injuries. Um, to this day, and, and that just doesn't surprise me. This match was stiff, it was tight, it was brutal, um, and it was a really good way to kind of um, continue that feud. Um, and then the main event of the night was was a three-way dance. It was Terry Funk, who at the time was 53 years old um, and looked about 90, uh, Sandman, who, who has a beer belly that is amazing. And Stevie Richards, who at the time was a part of the blue world order. Uh, I think he was known as big Stevie cool, which obviously is a, is a, is a, um, I don't, I won't say a mockery, but of, of Kevin Nash or of, of big daddy cool diesel from the NWO. And again, it was a three way dance. And then the winner of that, that match would immediately face the world champion Raven. Um, so to make, to make a really long story short, uh, Terry Funk won the three-way dance, and and then Raven comes to the ring and immediately just starts beating the shit out of him. And I don't know if it was it, it looked hard way, it looked legit. He busted him open his head, and Terry Funk is just gushing blood. I mean, he's got I mean to the point where you can see the blood running out of his head. It was, I mean, it was it was brutal. Um, and he, through some fuckery and some chicanery, Tommy Dreamer comes, gets involved. Uh, Raven's flock comes and gets involved. Long, long story short, Terry Funk wins their world, t- world title. Um, it was it was not a what I would consider a good wrestling match by any stretch. Um, you got to give Terry Funk props for being able to do what he did in that match at, at his age. Um, and it was it was a great way to end the first ever ECW pay per view. It was it was a moment that I that again I probably haven't seen it since that night. Certainly haven't seen the entire match, um, but it but it brought back a ton of memories. Um, and it, it's it's a really really good match. I, I think I'll probably sit down and, and write up a, a, a more full review for the blog. Um, here when I, when I get a few minutes, but, but I sat down last night and I went through Peacock and I started just kind of pulling stuff up and I, and, and I remembered why I love having the WWE network, um, watching that stuff, going back through history and reliving those moments is, is really, uh, is really special to a wrestling geek like me. And it's, it's why I continue to say, that it's the, the best 10 bucks that I spend every month. Even, even if I don't watch all the other content that's on there, I'm going to continue to keep the, I guess we'll call it the Peacock Network now, because it is absolutely worth that $10 a month. Not to mention the fact I'm going to get to watch WrestleMania with my brother from another mother here this coming weekend. Uh, again, Pip will be in town in Cleveland to watch WrestleMania. My brother Mark is coming over as well. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll build a pyramid 
maybe we will uh, have a beer or two. We'll see. So, hey, uh, this has been Chewy. This is the 411 from 406. I'll see you soon. Talk to you later, guys. Bye.